I've been involved in a number of cults, both as a leader and a follower. You have more fun as a follower, but you make more money as a leader. Welcome back to Conspiracy Club. I'm Tom. And I'm Amir. And this week, we're going to continue the trend of talking about stuff that's truly messed up. Yeah, so what happened was, is, you know, usually we have that little break in between of like, you know, I do something that's more upbeat and then Tom does something depressing. Well, what happened was, is I have to do a lot of research for an upcoming topic that we're doing. So instead of that happening for a potential, well, I'll, I'll talk about that more at the end of the show. Instead of that happening, I had to skip me going this week, and then Tom's going to take over. I didn't know that Tom was going to try to one-up himself from <laughs> last week. So, you know, that's your that's your indication for... Warning. Have here's, a parent with you. Here's my thinking is that like there's a lot of like really obvious topics that we could talk about. Um, some of them are going to take a really long time and I want to do them right. And I saw this one and there wasn't a whole lot of writing on it. So this overall might be a shorter episode. I'm not quite sure yet. So I'm like this would be a good one since I don't have the two weeks that I normally have to do the yes. research. Yes. Um, however, I quickly realized as I was doing the research that it was far, maybe not far, but... It was worse than last week's episode. Um, even even if the one thing that makes it worse is that there there's not there are some people that don't survive. Okay, so uh, yeah, once again, folks, heads up. Yeah, so trigger warning on this one. There's no, I don't want to say there's no sexual violence, but it's different, and that's all I want to say about it now. So I don't like spoil myself yes oh like give a spoiler yeah for the story later yeah. um uh but this one's a rough one so this is just super violent it, it, it's about um rock terrio who's this canadian cultist and not the dancer terrio no um no, there's gonna be well there's gonna be some um killing it but it's not gonna be not in a good way yeah it's not gonna be a, a young child dancing and so yeah, all this, all the violence and that kind of thing revolves around this guy named Rock Terrio and his uh, and his cult that he formed. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Oh, hold on. Okay, let's get that seatbelt going, folks. Tom, mess with your microphone. There it is. Now your seatbelt it in. You're buckled in, and now we're gonna hit the road for this potentially dark show. All right, and just have another warning: is like we have sympathy for the yes. victims. Yes. Obviously, we have we aren't monsters, and any like humor or laughing or any chuckling or anything like that that might happen during some dark bits, it's like because it's an uncomfortable topic, and also but to make you to talk about it, at least it's it, I think it's interesting to hear about. I but I mean, I think a lot of this yes. true crime stuff is really interesting. This is why we have this show, yeah. Um, but any like stuff like that is just out of uncomfortability. People laugh when they're uncomfortable, and also and try to find humor in the worst things. Yeah, you try to find something, a joke or something, so you could feel better mm-hmm. about sitting to listen to this because it will make you. If we just went and we just told you this whole story in real seriousness with no type of smile at the end of it, you would be depressed. And our goal of this show is not to make you depressed at the end of the day. It's to make you hear something wild and be happy. 
Well, it's more of a cathartic well, experience. Yeah, yeah. You go, holy cow. Yeah, like, whoo, that was a nice a emotional cig. cleanse. Yeah, I need a cigarette after that. But <laughs> Do you smoke after every episode? Uh, Figuratively? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, like new Newports. Oh, gotcha. Newport 100s. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and also. The big boys. Yeah, the big ones. Those, the big Which ones. Which kind? Golds? Golds, blacks, all of them. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But also. Next week, I will. Well, I was gonna say it'll be something more upbeat, but after that, it won't be. But we'll have something special for you. Yeah, because there'll be. We'll get into it later, but we'll cap it out. The one I don't after think we've that, told Grant yet either. Yes, so. the episode after that will be like something like rainbows. How are they made? Let's talk about it. What is that about? That's what we're gonna do. That is the topic for the one after this one. That I do is gonna be rainbows. How are they made? Yes, that's, let's talk that's about true. it. That's and you'll find one of the next episode is really about at the end, but we should not stall anymore for the beginning. Yes. So, Rock Terrio. Rock Terrio uh, cultivated bizarre thinking early in his life. Um, just a child, he dropped out of school in the seventh grade and started teaching himself the Old Testament. Yeah. Convinced yeah. the war between good and evil was about to come. And along with it, the rapture. Okay. I felt like... Okay, I haven't read the Bible because it's very long. Have fun in hell. Whoa, hold on. I tried. I at least read like the first book and was like Genesis. Yeah, and I was like, man, I can't get on to Leviticus or then the one after that. And Leviticus has some wild stuff, especially about the LGBTQIA plus oh, yeah. crowd. So I like you know. Revelations myself. It's where all the rapture stuff happens. Isn't that is that in the Old Testament? No. It? See, the New Testament is where all the cool, like, okay, the cool shit happens in the New Testament. So actually, um, did you have something else you wanted to say? No, I was just saying the cool shit happens in the New Testament. Roque Terrio, or excuse me, Rock Terrio, um, he, um, he, his father was a militant uh, Catholic, ah. conservative, and so that kind of like turned him off to Catholicism. So he converted to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And he adhered to their rules, which I don't know if you know anything about the church, but they have some strict rules. No tobacco, no unhealthy foods, no alcohol, no drugs, which is like, I guess it's like, for the most part, like... It's more of a diet. It really is. I'm sure there's other stuff too, but... But Rock is charismatic and manipulative, which helps him, uh, which helps aid him in really, in the, excuse me, which helps aid him in the realization of his goals. He wants to save himself and as many people as he can from the coming danger, this rapture that I mentioned. Mm -hmm. While with the church, he managed to convince an entire group of people to quit their jobs and join his budding religious cult that he named the Ant Hill Kids, uh, named for their ant-like hard work. That's such a terrible name. Uh, He no longer considered himself Rock, but Moses. Okay. He's a leader of these people. All right, so that's the first point. Where if I was in the group, I might have been like, you know, I'm just going to leave, bro. Apparently he was like, we'll get into how like infectious he was with his personality. But he was like, I mean, this is right off the bat. But like part of the thing with cults and why people, you always go, why did you stay in that cult? What the heck? It's It's like they just like, like shave away at your like identity. Well, I feel like to join a cult anyway, it has to either be either a forced or two, like you aren't that strong of a willed person anyway in our already easily manipulated, you know, which isn't like a boohoo on them, but like some people aren't like 
extreme like a lot of people are an extreme world like you could be manipulated by anyone but there's differences and degrees of your manipulation this documentary i talked about was like um they said that if you met if you talked to like 100 people and tried to manipulate them or something like that maybe you'd only get six or seven but then you're making a call that's all you need that's all you that's need your, is your start yes if you have more than that a thousand people you're good yeah that's you're a ton rocking. of people yeah um so in 1977, Terrio and his followers formed a commune that was free of sin and stood oh. for equality and unity. Okay. So maybe at this point, they're not, not that they're like, whoa, what's this guy doing? But he's like, well, we're doing a good thing here. All right, Moses. The Seventh-day Adventist church was not a fan of this subsect and kicked them out of the church. Okay, well. Terrio yeah. continued to steer the anthill kids towards isolation. He oh. forbid his followers from contacting their families, and his rules became progressively stricter. That's where it goes wrong. Uh, it reached a point where some of his followers were not allowed to speak to another, to one another, without uh, Terrio being present. Okay, that's weird. At one point, at the urging of the parents of many of his followers, Rock was taken into custody and sent to a hospital in Quebec City, where he was held for psychiatric evaluation. That's good. Um, it's not. Well, when that ended, the head of psychiatry called a news conference and told the media that Rock Terrio was a shining example of a wonderful oh, man of God. wow. Okay. I get it. He's really good. He's a shining example of a wonderful man of God that's this sort of like back to the land, living off the earth sort of person, and that the media scrutiny he faced was ridiculous. All right. So this falls back to what if you, I don't know if He's got been, a silver, uh, he's got the gift of gab. Yeah. Right I don't know if you've uh, been watching the. Uh, well, I don't want to call it. You know Shane Dawson, right? Yeah, I He's do. Been doing the Jake Paul thing. Mm-hmm. It falls back to like every person who's like a celebrity or something like that or something like has to have like a, I think a like at least one screw loose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if they want to be famous. Yeah, to want to be famous or just like you know want that to that degree. So if you want people to follow you, also you have to be very charismatic, which I feel like. We've already said rock is. And they also say, like, they say absolute power corrupts absolutely. And he's, like, in an immense position of power in this that cult. That too, yeah. Uh, plus, and he's very manipulative. And plus, like, if you have a certain, like, a personality, you can charm, like, 95% of people. Like, you know, I for example, you. Tom, he can, charge, he can charm a lot of people. But I'm a psycho, so. He's also a monster. Yeah, that's true. Why else would I want to do this podcast and talk about this stuff? Mm-hmm, because you know. Got some screws loose. We talked about it before the show, which you are. <laughs> so if you thought that was bad, the head of psychiatry being like, this dude is literally a, a gift to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the hospital staff didn't just believe in him. They had an immense degree of faith in him. No, oh, no. To the point where they sent him a mental patient to recuperate at his commune. What? Yeah. Rock put this man in charge of the children. Wait, he put the dude who they sent yeah. with the mental health issue yep. in charge of the children? Yes, um, but okay. no one was supervising him. So he was supervising the children. Nobody was watching him. So they sent a guy who was... And when I say mental issues, it's like he had a, a psychosis. A psychosis, excuse me. Um, like, so he had some like... He was disturbed. So they sent the the mentally disturbed person to be in charge of the children with no person to watch him. 
Yeah, they're just like, you're all right, you're you're new to us, you get to watch Why the Why was he in a hospital anyway? I don't know, I don't have that information, I don't even have his name. Fun. Um, at one point, uh, a baby became so inconsolable, it wouldn't stop crying, it was, I guess oh, not so inconsolable. No, this it, is leading to. It became inconsolable. Uh, and to get the baby to stop crying, this man uh, begins to beat the baby. Beat it? I thought it would be shake. Oh, no, he beats the baby uh, into a coma. Oh, shit. All right. Okay. When Rock discovers this, his solution to fix the child... Do you want to make a guess what his solution to fix the child? All right, so Rock, judging off of what he's already done, he takes the baby that's been beaten, and he leaves that baby in charge of the other baby, <laughs> or he makes that baby watch over the guy who beat him. Uh, that'd be... That'd be interesting. Now, his solution to fix this baby who's in a coma is to circumcise him. Okay, so that those two things don't relate at all. Oh, yeah. They definitely No, they do don't not. add up. Like, one plus one does not equal two in that equation. So, if you can at least make this leap to, okay, circumcision, sure. This is how you fix the baby. There's a nurse at the commune. She's one of the followers. Um, she appears to be the best candidate, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, because she's if, a if, nurse. If you're saying this is a solution, which yes. it's not, obviously. Um, but... Rock insisted it be him that perform it. So, and what's add? Does Rock have any history of it? No. He believed that he had a God-given gift to perform surgeries. Ah, he's one of those. Um, so as you might expect, the baby dies on the table. Yeah. Um, but not from blood loss like you might expect, but from alcohol poisoning. Due to uh, the, them pouring alcohol down his throat as an anesthetic. Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, uh, of course the, they did. Here's the thing. The mental patient, he's the next one to be operated on. Yeah. Um, he escapes, but not before um, Terrio castrates him. Why does he like cutting dicks? What <laughs> no. is wrong with this guy? I don't have an answer for you on that one. Fuck. What the fuck? So he escapes. Terrio is then arrested for the death of the infant and the castration that he performed. Um, and how many years we get in here? Not enough. He is convicted of criminal negligence and sent to jail. Um, literally poured alcohol. The commune is forced to disband. Ah! But that doesn't last, obviously. No, because forced disbandment is literally the dumbest thing you can do. Rock Terrio serves 14 months. For castration (laughs) and murdering a child. I feel like this is going to be like... I don't want to say a joke, but like an ongoing thing with a lot of these things, a lot of these stories is that like they get arrested one time and it's not nearly enough. And then they go do a bunch of worse stuff. 14 months for castration Mm -hmm. and murdering a child. Well, it's criminal negligence. So by pouring alcohol by the baby's throat, they weren't even like this. You did this maliciously. You're just too dumb. One common sense. No, you don't get. Okay. Even so person I feel like who's dumb would know not to pour alcohol down baby's throat. Well, here's the thing. They also didn't have any like tools. He just they, they just did on the kitchen table. A lot of these things that he'll do. Um. So some members took this opportunity to leave. Yeah. But many remained under his spell. Hey, shout out to the ones that left. The well-being of his seminars quickly descended. Ontario only grew more convinced of his righteousness in the rapidly approaching apocalypse. He was totally convinced that the world would end in 1979, such that after his prison time, he drove the entirety of the commune to, to the Canadian wilderness 
with the belief that God would spare uh, Quebec. That had to be a big-ass bus. Uh, he was proved wrong when 1979 came and went, and the world still was in existence. So what do you say then? Terrio was able to explain this away, though, uh, to his call by saying that God, uh, God's world was not a parallel to this one. What? Uh, yeah, so like God's world, that's in a different time entirely. So what's 1979 to him is not the same to us. Is basically what he said, and people were like, okay. "All right." So he says that basically that 1979 has not occurred yet. At least, in, yeah, to so God, because they're is, not in the same. So we got daylight, is, I mean, does God have daylight savings time? Well, that would assume that God's time would be behind. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, you see how dumb that sounds. Daylight savings time pushed us ahead. All those that that one hour. That one hour that's been here since the 1800s mm-hmm. pushed us ahead a significant amount. Apparently. A significant what, 1979, amount. 30 years, 40 years. It had to be for, so. We're still around. So that should Back show up. you that he's definitely not getting any of your prayers because his are, he's still getting the prayers from the 1940s. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, their new location is far more remote. It's four miles from the nearest town. Okay. So that means anything that he does out there, no nobody's going to hear yeah, it. No one's really going to know. I mean, four miles isn't that far. Terrio, well, not enough. You can't yell that far. Yeah, you can't yell. Terrio had severe trust issues um, within his cult. He started to spy on his followers, and when people began to hint at a lack of total devotion to him, he would severely punish them. Those who directly wished to leave would enrage him. He would hit them with belts or hammers, Suspend them from the ceiling, pluck each and every hair off their body individually. Each and every one? Yeah, that's what it said. Uh, or defecate on them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You didn't think that one was coming, did you? Not at all. Hey, let me not kink shame. Well, I don't know if that's a good one. He divided his commune into two groups. Uh, he has his favorites. And he has a lower class second group that faced the harsher penalties and rules. All right, so this is starting to get very. His followers, yeah, his followers still did not falter. They romanticized him and proclaimed him their absolute leader, being a requirement that all female members be impregnated. Most of his call <laughs> is female, uh, are females, by the way. So by him, let me guess, it's also by him? Uh, yeah, it's being impregnated by him. He had a virtual harem that would go on to bear him 26 children. See, also, to add on to it, that's how you kill the whole gene pool. Like, if you're like, I'm the only one who could have a child here. I guess he did not was not looking on the road. He's like, I'm living forever. I'm a disciple of God. Then it would go away after, you know, I don't know. Sure. Um, so, however, he would abuse these children physically and sexually, leading to their removal by authorities. The, so- oh, the social okay. workers that come tell, uh, told the women that they could keep their children if they left the commune, and every single woman refused. Okay, good. Uh, so they refused. They decided to stay. They're like, I'd rather lose my kids than leave rock. Good. Um, For the kids. So we'll jump back to that. Later on, it seemed that only ter- that, that Terrio only stoked the coals of his sadism further. When he became angry, uh, when he became angry, he'd enter the role of the surgeon, uh, like we mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. 
his patients would be held down fully conscious by other followers and Terrio would work on them with available kitchen utensils, pliers, or a blowtorch. Oh, no. Most followers ended up suffering lost limbs, yeah. teeth, fingers, and toes. Yeah, when you blowtorch... Okay, first off, I feel like he could afford medical tools. Uh, no, they actually didn't have a lot of money. Or at least steal so them. This is how they made... This is, this is tier two things. So they lived basically in this cabin. Yeah. All of them in this one cabin. And they made any amount of money they made, they made from selling their crops that they grew. And that was also their only diet. Uh, that's also what their diet solely consisted of was these crops that they so grew. So you never eat your own supply? Uh, they ate some of it, but they sold, that's what they sold for any amount of money they had, but they didn't have a lot of money. Okay. Like I said, they, they people thought of him as like this guy that like lived off the land. You enough money to buy a fucking blowtorch. Yeah, I guess. Other disciplinary actions included forcing members to break their own legs with sledgehammers. What? Just because it really, a lot of the stuff you go, why? Because he's has no moral compass. He's totally depraved. Uh, he would force them to shoot each other in the shoulder. Of course they can afford guns. I never thought about that. Yeah. If you don't have any money, hey, you know the cheapest thing to buy out there? A gun. A gun. Welcome to... This is America. Is that- this is Canada. Ah, uh, wait. Okay, what year is this? 1970, late 70s. Well, oh, yeah, no, Canada hadn't had like that hardcore like gun after this. C- control shit happened yet where they were like, no. He would all He would also uh he would also for force followers to eat their own and others feces. Oh. Insects and rats. Two out of the three aren't bad. Insects and rats. Yeah. Uh, he would nail children to trees and force. What the fuck? I'm telling you, he he just did stuff because he could. I think. Um, he would nail them to the trees and then force others to stone them. He would forcibly remove teeth and nails. He would force them to sit on lit stoves, and he would, without warning, amputate arms and legs. Without just just fuck it. He'd be like, "All right, come All right. with me." So you know what this reminds me of? There's this. There was virtually no end to what he deemed effective punishment. Ew. There was this uh, old uh, scientific, uh, not project, but thing that they did where they had, they put a bunch of people in them and told half of them, they were like, you're the guards. And yeah, you the Stanford the, Prison Experiment. Yeah, ah, this is why we're going to do a show together. But uh, this reminds me a lot of that where they're like, you guys are in control, you guys are not. And then when they left, they were like, these guys went nuts. I got so that's directed that that was uh the the lead researcher it was Philip Zimbardo. There's actually a movie about it that I watched. Um, but actually here's something for you that you might not have heard. I think it was last year. Um, they actually found out that that was kind of not true. That oh! study was not accurate. They uh they urged the guards to uh to Shitty. abuse them, and they like urged people to play their parts rather than just being like. Whatever happens, happens. They were like, no, you're a victim and you're an abuser, basically. Wow. You have to go look it up. It's really interesting. What a weird It's all bastard. fabricated. Ah, maybe we'll do that one day. Uh, it's now, even now we know the ending. Yeah. We can work backwards. Quentin Tarantino it. Okay. So this is the worst part. Okay. Um, this is this is the first death that I'll talk about. I don't know if it's first, I don't think it's the first death chronologically, but it is the first death that I'll talk about, and it's definitely the hardest one to get through. Um, perhaps the peak of... Rock Terrio's sadism was what he did to Solange Brular. All right, pause. Viewers' discretion advised. Yeah. 
Um, he became deeply enraged after his children were removed and someone had to pay for it. That person uh, was Solange Brulard, one of his more independent-minded followers. Theriot told the other members that the devil was inside her and dragged her into the woods and beat her. When they returned, Rock was still not convinced that the evil had been purged. Terio forced her to undress, laid her on the kitchen table, um, punched her in the stomach. He cut her stomach open, um, pulled out her intestines with his bare hands, and forced another member to stitch her up. Um, he shoved... Well, he also did a... Uh, actually, I will skip over that bit. He shoved a tube down her throat and made the followers blow into it for some reason. He's weird. Um... This woman is the first victim of the cult. Or at least the first one that we'll talk about. I believe she's the first one to die, actually. So um, she... But... Okay, yeah, because you can't live without your intestines. Well, they put him back in, I think, but I don't know what he was doing. I honestly have no idea what his thought process was at all. No one will. Um, but the followers, and perhaps Terio himself, believed he had the power of resurrection. Okay, no. This is the worst part, okay. The resurrection process consisted of drilling a hole in her skull. Oh, no. And having every male member ejaculate into oh, it. Oh, shit. Jesus, fuck. Her death isn't discovered for nearly a year. Uh, as you can guess, she that didn't work. She stayed uh, not alive. Yeah. Fuck. Obviously, the original, yeah, for real. Shit. When I read that, I was like, oh, that was like one of the first things I read when I was doing the research, and I was like, oh my God. God Guess damn. we're starting at the bottom. Fuck me. Do you, do you need a moment? Yeah, shit. That Honestly, that's the part that I was thinking about the whole way I was walking here. I was like, oh, God. What the fuck? Like, I was like, that's a part. I, I like usually I don't question like because you know people are I guess like crazy or shit but like certain things just don't like make sense like some like it doesn't add up in they, some cases. Here's a little bit they also talked about in this documentary I watched, which I'll post on the Twitter because it it provides I don't want to say a a different take but a different a little bit of a different perspective um, on this. Um, they talked about how like most people that like are abusers or something like that. If they if they show signs early on early enough, they can like be treated and like maybe they can live a productive life. But since Rock had like gone so long uncontested, like he's a full man at this point. Yeah. Um shit. so he just knows nothing else. And it just he he just has this idea of like all powerful almightiness. So he's just like totally there's no way you can save him at this point. It's basically like you need to put him in jail forever. Yeah, I hope there's some fucking type of retribution at the end of this. So the original motivations of the cult were obviously severely morphed. Yeah, because they were not This bad. is not unity and peace and all that no, stuff. No, this is fucking stupid. Terrio began to strongly believe in purifying his followers and ridding them of their sins through purification sessions, which consisted of them being totally nude as he whipped and beat them. What? Like, that doesn't even add up. Um, Actually, the... The first, she might have been, uh, Solange Boulard might have been the second woman because there was the child that died from the, yeah, the so surgery. Yeah, she's definitely the second one. The other death, the third death, um, came from 
a baby of this woman named Gabrielle uh, Lavallee, and she'll come back and do it um, pretty soon. And the other, the other death was her um, her child. Mm-hmm. He didn't like her. She was in. I mentioned there was two classes. She was in the second class. Okay. Um, and one of the one of the ways she was punished was he forced her to put her infant son outside during the middle of winter, and it obviously did not survive that. Yeah. Um, one other thing was to maintain power. He would have all of his um, concubines essentially um, write um, write letters to him, praising him. Just for, for which doesn't make sense because they live with him, yeah. but just just for the kicks, I guess. Okay, just for shits and giggles. Um, none of this was brought to Terrio. Uh, none of this was what brought Terrio's horrific crimes to light. Not Solange large death. I think they even had. Uh, so actually, with the kids, I, I missed. The, I forgot to say this part. I said that the kids were taken. The kids were taken because one of the concubines was able to escape, mm-hmm. and they went and told um authorities obviously and that yes. and the only thing they could do is get the kids out of there yeah um they talked about how even the reporters came i talked about how they reported to the the, the doctors at the hospital reported to the media and were like talked mm-hmm. to the, talked about how they were too scrutin scrutinous of him um reporters came and then they would like put on a show almost where they'd be like we're having a feast like how happy we are like how normal we are yes. obviously it's a show the usual um, so yes, none of that was what brought his crimes to light. What was what was um, the breaking point? I guess um, was the experience of Gabrielle Lavallee, um, the one who also mm-hmm. had her son die, um, and she also had a daughter who was taken by the authorities. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, that eventually led to his downfall. She faced blowtorch wounds to her genitals, had eight teeth removed forcefully, and had a hypodermic needle break off in her spine. She did Jeez. try to flee this, but uh, found she could not survive without the cult and returned. I would have. I mean, I yeah, no. Rock yeah. was enraged by this dissension. He immediately cut off one of her fingers <sighs> before pinning her to the table with a hunting knife, at which point he took this curved knife and he started to shave away at her arm oh, dude. Um, before finally amputating it with a chainsaw. He doesn't get that. Uh, still, Gabrielle Lavallee did not leave. It took 19 days, um, a partial amputation of her breasts, and immense blunt force trauma from an axe for her to finally reach out to authorities 19 days after her initial amputation of her arm. And how? How what? How'd she get to authorities? Just walked, I guess. I don't know. Shit. I can't believe she survived fourteen no, day, or I nineteen days after an amputation yeah, at this like backwoods. I could I would have been dead way earlier than the, that. At this point, like all these people, you wonder how they 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 were totally brainwashed. Yeah, and they also talked about and this thing was like one of the things that happens in cults and like abusive situations like that is that when you see someone like Gabrielle getting beat or any of the other members getting beat, you don't even think like, why is she being beat? Why is she being tortured? You just think like, thank God it's that not it's you. not me. Yeah. And so it's total shift in the mm-hmm. way that you think entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the provincial authorities had long suspected Terrio's cult's cruel behavior due to their sparse living conditions. However, the commune was officially registered as a church. What the fuck? 
um, and officials were legally unable to investigate the adults and could not do much aside from aid in the freedom of the children. How was it? I think that's a little bit of a commentary about how they were they were doing all this stuff and they were labeled legally registered as a church, which um, which protected them because then you can't like. Yeah, no separation of church and state. Um, so a decade away, uh, a decade from the founding, the Ant Hill kids uh, were freed. So that was a decade later. So I guess mm-hmm. that was probably like 1980s. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrio faced a life sentence, which he did not complete because he died. Um, oh. Almost all of his followers abandoned him at this point. Yeah, he was in prison. Um, but during his imprisonment, he did end up fathering another four kids due to the me- members that stuck around and still followed him. Wait, they let him get... Conjugal visits? Yes, they did. Wow, Canada is really laid back. I guess that they were. <laughs> Extremely laid back. Um, yeah, so we have yeah, another four kids. Um, this is the last bit. In 2011, Rock Terrio was murdered by his cellmate. Okay, all right. Who approached the guard station, handing them a shiv and saying, that piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I've sliced him up. God damn. That dude also was already on, had a life sentence for murder. So he's going to be in there forever anyways. He was like, fuck it, dude. He was like, this dude sucks. He's like, literally. I like, I guess I should say I like. I think it's interesting that like he was able to essentially seduce all these people into forming this cult. And he's like, lives with this cellmate. And the cellmate's like, Dude. Hell no, I'm going to murder you. He's like, dude, you literally suck. I am going, the world would be better off. That's if like you were the not total here. polar opposites of what could happen to you if you try to like yeah. be a cult leader. <laughs> fucking shift him and just came up and was like, hey. I love how he's like, look, hey, I did it. This is hey. what I thought about too. I was like, if you already have a life sentence, like what's to stop you from just like wreaking havoc? Yeah. 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 Because it's always like, I'm going to be here forever anyway. Man. I'm going to murder you, dude. Why not? I mean, really, I guess. He's like, because... I'm not living the rest of my life in a room with you, dude. You're dead now. Yeah, so um, that's all I, I have to say about well, the Ant-Hill it ended well um, to me. I mean, I guess that he was put in prison and then got murdered. So. Yeah. I mean, murder is bad. Don't just murder people, even though America would say otherwise. Um, so I'll put it up on our Twitter, which is at Tom Mandemir. I'll put a link to this documentary. I watched about it. I think it was an episode of a TV show about something, mm-hmm. um, but it was documentary style, and the it, it centered around this Gabrielle Lavalle, mm-hmm. who the one who was finally the the breaking point, yeah. who had her child, uh, who lost her both of her children. One of them died, and one yeah. of them didn't. Um, it centers around her and talks about. <laughs> And talks about how she got away and kind of her story from her perspective. It's much more focused on her. Yeah. Where this where I tried to tell it like. Like a story. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it was really interesting. There was some interesting stuff there. Um, but yeah, that's the end to that. It's a dark one. It is. I never even heard about it. And apparently it's like considered one of Canada's like most. Yeah. Horrific criminals. Yeah. I would figure. Canada, you guys got fooked by that whole like thing like you guys fell for a lot i always think it's incredible how cult leaders are able to like rise to such huge yes. power and like be so um i feel like are the, able to protect themselves so well because you know jim jones had the same yes, thing for he, me there has to be people going like what the hell the thing, and they just like are totally protected from anything that could happen yes. to them and then it never ends well the thing that i find the most interesting about cult leaders 
is the rise and the fall. Because in all, to me, all cases of cults, they all like fall like most hard. of them fall with like, like a mass hard. suicide or yes, something. Like you look at like Heaven's Gate and Jim Jones. Happens, yeah, this one was just like. He, just, he got arrested, and yeah. people were like, yeah, that was messed up, wasn't it? And then some people were still like, no. Yeah, because even, like, Charles Manson, fall. Like, I guess that wasn't a mass suicide, but they did some crazy stuff, They did too. some wild shit. But Helter there's, Skelter. There's always falls that are, like, awful. Deserved, too, because it, it, the fall helps me still, like, believe that no matter what happens, there's going to be some good at the end of the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Like, after all that shit they went through, at least the kids get to have normal eyes that did survive it. Oh, yeah. So the, the documentary that I mentioned, Gabrielle Lavallee, she talked, she did a lot of interviews and she talked about how, like, just how brainwashed she was. And she was, like, just stunned by everything that happened. Yeah. And she talked about how she did eventually end up reconnecting with her daughter that was taken from her. Okay. Um, so yeah, go listen. If you go watch that, if you if you found this interesting and want a little bit more, yeah, we're gonna link it. Yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts on Roke Terrio? Excuse me, Rock Terrio and the Ant Hill Kids. That was fooked. That was fooked. That was very fooked. That is, yeah, no, we're never letting you go twice. <laughs> never letting you Are go you back just to drained. Back. Next yeah. week is gonna be messed up too. But, Do you want to give a little tease, a little taste? All right, so. Next week, we are going to, no matter what, we're going to start a start of a journey, a possible three-part journey. Yeah, you're doing all the research for it, yes, too. Yes, a possible three-part to maybe two-part journey. That gives me a ton of time to do, yes. to do research. Yes, which I don't know if I like so, or not. I think we should do something a little bit different for my next one. Yeah. I'm thinking like alien stuff. Yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a question, a DM about alien stuff and I was like looking at our, our our episodes and I was like yeah we mostly focused on like true crime true crime stuff back. and like Donner Party thing yeah um and you did a supernatural like the supernatural focus one yeah. about reincarnation yeah um, so and think, Pixar so I'm yeah. like let's talk about aliens yeah let's get some back X-Files, to yeah let's uh, get stuff. back to some the 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 conspiracy I haven't honed in exactly on what I'm going to say maybe like area 51 stuff Maybe we'll see. So you're gonna get, you're gonna give me plenty of time to yeah, work on to it to really so. think about it. So I'll be yeah. able to deliver some great content. So yeah, uh, we're gonna be doing a three part, maybe two part journey. What I'm gonna title "Wrestling with Conspiracies." Ooh, yeah. And we're getting a little bit of help we, from the Anmore family. Yeah, we should be getting help from Penned as doing the first official crossover of Anmore Media. Called wrestling with conspiracies. Yeah, we're getting we're getting Chad from Pend and also from Outlast. Yep, and we're gonna talk about the Crispin Walt tragedy. And I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna focus specifically on the relationship. I'm gonna give you some little bit of like the build up to it, like maybe some backwards on back backwards some background on both Chris and his wife Nancy. But I'm mostly going to focus on the relationship that those two formed, how it formed, where it almost went wrong at the first time, then where it completely went off the rails and went into a point where we all know it as it is now. So prepare to, if you haven't ever been into the world of wrestling, 
prepared. Like Tom will be prepared. And even if you have it, this one's going to be a good episode because Chris, the Chris Benoit case is like yes. super interesting from just the aspect of true crime and also if you from an aspect of like concussions, CTE, yep. that type stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're going to jump it's, into the yeah, it's the wacky superhero. Someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. Hopefully it's Come not in. a murderer. Is it Hannah? Is it a drug addict? What Hannah, do you want to do you want to come say something on the on on conspiracy club? I'm sorry, I thought I was supposed to show up at seven for groupies, so here I am. Yeah, we're just finishing up yeah, conspiracy club. We're, this is also Tuesday. <laughs> we're doing this live, but and Hannah walks in. But to finish my Hannah, get over here. Uh, to finish our, okay, hi. Uh, you got to come on this one. This is okay. Hi. That's Hannah from groupies. But to finish my thing, it's going to be a little bit about. The general like murder, particularly in the relationship and everything that fell apart and some CTE stuff, but it's gonna be a wacky, almost superhero to comic book life world of wrestling and how much that world is fooked and how much it can get you fooked mentally, and even the people who aren't involved in it, who are just the families of the people in it, they get fooked. So stay tuned for that and stay tuned uh, for just more information about, you know, true crime and otherworldly yeah, oddities yeah. on our Twitter and Instagram. Both are at Tom and Demir. That's yeah. T-O-M-A-N-D-E-M-I-R. Post content regularly that's both related to the episodes and just, you know, general it's stuff that you might find interesting or funny. Shit, as Tom does. Yeah, that's my life. Yep, but uh, also, like we always say, at the end, join the club that is Conspiracy Club for either the conspiracies or just if you want to be in the club to find out what the fuck is going on. Just join it. It's a fun time. And also, finally, and more. No. And also, <laughs> I was trying to find a way to say and more. Uh, and also, we are going to hopefully put a, a, a pause on true crime after my three-part deep dive into the wacky world of wrestling and when we come back we'll be talking about some aliens or some shit or something you know like maybe some with you know aliens and doing aliens doing backflips and on the trampoline <laughs> what is that about how do they do it but All right, uh, you got anything else to say join the club join the club and like we always say at the end of every episode wow that episode was fooked.